Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up, After Buzzers? We've got Tara, Alexandria, and a quest for self-love coming up next. You're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Tiffany Tony, and you are watching another episode of AfterBuzz TV for Revenge Body. This episode, and I'm just going to tell you, they jumped right into it with this title, The Single Mom and the Disappointing Daughter! Ah! <laughs> to my left... <laughs> I have my good friend and co-host, Deren. Hi, everybody. And we have Javier here today. Hey, everybody. You guys recognize him, don't you? Don't you? Don't you? <laughs> and Raven French. Hello. 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 Maybe your last name should be Brit or something like that, since <laughs> yes. you always do that. I'll change it. <laughs> All right, so today we are talking about Tara's journey, and then we're going to transition into Alexandria and her journey, and then we're going to talk about the quest to self-love and what that means to us, to you, and to you, Javier, because you actually went through this and you've experienced it, and I'm sure watching this for you, you know, you can share some enlightening information for us. So I want to start by talking about Tara. Um, So she was, her job, she was a bridal consultant, and um, as you guys heard, she had a lot of difficulty emotionally with this, with her job, although she was passionate about it, because her mother did pass away, um, and she's raising a child currently that her mother did not get the chance to meet. Also going through a custody battle, so I would like to hear you all's thoughts on you know, her and what you made of her journey. I was just... <laughs> You're I, was so about silly. To, I was about to say, always the bridesmaid, never the bride. You know that saying? Yeah. That yeah. Always the bridesmaid, always never the bride. And the reason why I chuckled, because it's like... Uh, I, we, I thought about uh, last week when... Um, uh, about the dancer who who wanted to be a dancer, but she stayed on the sideline. And mm-hmm. it just I always wonder like how we manifest those type of things and mm. and how we really want something, but we just go right next to it instead of taking right. the limelight and, yeah. and accepting it. You know. Yeah. I mean, do you think that it's maybe you know we don't think we deserve those things? Absolutely, it comes yeah. from a place of of um, not feeling enough or coming from a place of self lack, coming from the spirit of lack, mm-hmm. um, and looking at what you don't have or what you are missing versus what you have and what you've already accomplished. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when I think um, tonight's episode where, where it hit me or where I can really relate to it, both of them were dealing with like self love issues, mm-hmm. so they both felt like Deran said they weren't enough. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's hard to really start your journey of uh, fitness and, and working out and getting better when you don't believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and they weren't even that bad. You know what I mean? Like, like they, but inside they felt terrible. Absolutely. And, and, um, yeah, so I can really relate to that. I know how, how that feels. And that's that's why, that's what kept me big so long. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I could have worked out time and time again, but I would get discouraged because I didn't have that self-love. Mm-hmm. 
It does. It's, if you don't have it internally, um, the best way to have it is have internal motivation. That's for everybody. But some of us don't have don't have as much or enough to sustain us in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, so starting with external motivation is always a great thing, and that's really what the show provided for us is some external motivation, an external self worth, mm-hmm. self worth until we got to the place to get internal motivation and internal self worth. Now mm-hmm. she mentioned that she did come from a single parent home, and I don't know how many of you can relate to that or you know how do you feel that that kind of plays a role in you building that self-love and self-worth do you think it has any effect at all or is it more of it definitely has an effect but it I mean it depends on the parenting Mm -hmm. so I I meet people who are I wish my dad were this I wish my dad were that Mm -hmm. and had done this and had done that I was raised with a stepfather up until about 13 wow and but my mom is such a G <laughs> that on, I didn't realize when I hear other people, I'm like, that's how I realized how tough and, and good of a mom my mom was because the feeling of lack didn't exist. Mm-hmm. Even though we didn't have anything, just the way that she raised us, the energy she raised us in, it was no, she didn't talk bad about my dad. She didn't do any really? of those uh-huh. things. Uh, I still, once I got an adult, she was like, that no good. <laughs> <laughs> now that you're old enough to yes, decide for yourself. Exactly. <laughs> so that didn't exist for me. When I see it in other people, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. wow. I see the difference in parenting styles. Right. You have children. Did you have, right. a, did you have help with your children? So I had help because of my family support system. Okay. Their dad is in Chicago, which is my hometown. So, and we were married. The separation created something different where I'm like, who is this human? Really? Like I did it. So that that was tough and I had to pull on my mom and, yeah. you know, just smile through it and not right. let my kids know until they got old and I could say that. <laughs> so what did you guys think about kind of her I mean, it seemed like in the beginning she was extremely resistant to her trainer. Um, her trainer was, correct me if I'm wrong, where's she at? Where's she Autumn? at? Autumn, yes. Mm-hmm. So her trainer was Autumn. Did you guys think that Autumn was a good fit for her? And why do you think she was somewhat resistant in the beginning? Well, I think they were a real good fit because, uh, you know, she's a single mom and she was able to do it at home just like um, Autumn, you know, designed her program. Mm-hmm. And um, I think for Autumn it was a growing experience also because at first you could kind of see that she really didn't know how to <clears throat> like go about it. Mm-hmm. She kind of talked to Chloe, and then after that I could see her confidence went up, and then also uh, Tara's confidence went up. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, even just from my perspective as a person who used to be a personal trainer, it it, it is very touchy when you're getting to know someone new mm-hmm. as a client because um, each client is different, and it's. You have to be sensitive to their needs. You have to figure out what pushes them, what motivates them, mm-hmm. what makes them feel bad, what are triggers for them, and to try to make sure that you don't activate those triggers. And then if you do, it's you know it's it's definitely a challenge. It's yeah. it's not just showing up and and putting together a workout. Do push up, right, right, right. It's different for each person. So I can relate to Autumn on that note. I think she expressed the most what probably most, if not all, the the participants felt at some time, which is just. I don't want to look bad. I don't know how you guys are <laughs> Yeah, she yeah. was. Yeah. She was. <laughs> I don't want to look bad on TV. I ain't going to lie. She, she said what everybody was thinking. Like, yeah. I don't know how this going to play out. So I ain't about to say all that. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah we all, we all have been there at one point in time. Yeah. So, Javier, when we talk about, we talk a lot on this show about, like, trainer-client compatibility. From your experience, how... I guess, what were some of the things that, like, if you could pick any trainer, what were some of the most important things to make you feel comfortable and secure with, you know, trusting somebody along this journey? 
Well, I think they, they match me up perfectly with, with Leon. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, and I do yeah. love a lot of the other trainers. Uh, I love Ashley's uh, style. You know, she's, you know, very <laughs> she's dynamic. Funny. She's she could come at, uh, she could be real, you know, very mm-hmm. real, but at the same time, she could be very empathetic. Mm-hmm. So I, I really appreciate that with her and Latrell. Um, I just think uh, um, Luke is very, you know, warm and caring. I appreciate that with him. I like Leon because, you know, we really connected. Mm-hmm. And we, uh, as soon as day one, you know, like, it's kind of like growing up, the way I grew up. Mm-hmm. Like, so a lot of times when you meet someone, you're going to have to fight. Yeah. And that was day one. Day one, and I got there. Yes. Yeah. 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 Day one, we had a fight. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, you, you want this? Show, sorry about that. You want this? Show me you want this. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, I really appreciate that because it, it took me back to those days. Where I was like, yeah, like, you really, sometimes you have to fight for it. If you really want it, you have to fight mm-hmm. for it. And he has that passion. He has that style. And, you know, I fed off of that every day. Every day I walked in and I seen that he said he wasn't comfortable with how he looked. He wanted to do better wow. for himself. He's like, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to push this up more. <clears throat> well, not that he wasn't comfortable, but he just wanted more. Of course. Yeah, and I said, you know, that, that punched me up because I was like, look at, you know, look at him. Like, he's, he's yoked. Right, he's right. Whoa. Yeah, and he wants more. Like, mm-hmm. he's like, I need to tone down. I need to do this, and I need to do that. So I was like, you never stop growing. You, know? I mean, yeah. you never stop progressing. And I said, I'm ready to go. I fed off of that every day. Mm. Clearly, because you went in there like, if I go into a fight, I yeah. expect to right. win. Yeah. Like, I was like, whoa. I would, if I would have in there, I'm like, I'm about to get my head knocked off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my God. Oh, you have to. You know what I mean? that's, that's, that's the way. Anytime. Uh, and that's what I'll tell everybody right now. Like, uh, uh, this is the biggest thing that I learned that I had to relearn. This is what I've always known, but I, I really didn't give myself this uh, opportunity for a long time. Uh, give yourself a chance mm. and that's the way I've always been you know what I mean give yourself a chance absolutely and for a long time you know I kind of I didn't mm-hmm. I said it's over for me like I'm done this is gonna be me so did and you I, relate to Tara's kind of negativity and resistance oh, in the yeah. beginning yeah. yeah yeah definitely was it interesting to watch that from yeah. someone else it, it was because mm-hmm. it, it's like uh, I remember like Oh, she didn't want to look in the mirror and stuff like that. Like mm. that's how I was. Like she would look mm-hmm. at herself, like, "Oh, look at this." Like that's how I was. And my wife would even tell me, "Calm down. Like don't, don't do something about it. You know, like don't be so harsh on yourself." Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't even be in any pictures. There's, there's a chunk of of years where it looks like Rosie's a single mom. My wife. Rosie, <laughs> right? I'm not, I'm not in the pictures, right? A twist I, on single mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there the entire time, but I, I like you're just a photographer. Up, like, I, I'm out. Yeah. Somebody has to take the pictures, especially oh. when we go to Disneyland. They'll be like, we could take the picture, sir. Like, no, no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's funny you say that, though. My mom, actually, there was a few years of our lives where she was like, I don't want to be in the pictures. But she used it. It was motivation for her to yeah. lose weight and start, you know, changing her diet and figuring mm-hmm. out, you know, what processed foods she was eating to stop mm-hmm. eating them. So it's interesting how that can have an effect on people. That was the same you know, like, too. Really? Yeah. Yes. I, I, I I've I always been, been fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever way did it... No, I'm just messing One thing that I liked that uh, I'm not sure if Autumn said it or Ashley. I think it was Autumn. What she said, look at that number. You'll never see it again. I loved that, yeah. too. Yeah, I thought that was powerful. That's the way I look at it now. Like, I, I'm taking pictures now because I'm still going to... I'm still going to get better. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to look back and I'm like... Huh? You want to look? Yeah, back I at do. You know that? Yeah, that's... I love that. Can I ask a question though? Yeah, definitely. You, when you talked about like not looking at yourself in the mirror and all this stuff, which now as this is a recurring theme, a lot of us because I was even the same way, right? So that was like, oh wow. But for some people, or you for instance, you were married, so you had someone that already looked at you for who you were and looked at you at, like you were beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Beautiful, handsome, and all these type of things. <laughs> and so, how did that not did that not translate over into you feeling that same way? D- yeah. It 
did. Um, of course, I, I know my, my wife fell in love with me at, at a different. That's the way I looked at it before. She fell in love with me at a different time. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I was like, oh, I used to look better, and now she's kind of putting up with me, and, and she mm-hmm. she loves me. So oh. I kind of it kind of had that, and she would even tell me, I love you, like there's nothing wrong with you, and I would kind of get discouraged because you know my wife is a little smaller, yeah. And there'd be times where she'd gain a little bit of weight. We'd start working out. Two weeks into it, she's skinny already. Got cuts in the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I looked at myself and I'm like, ah, oh, no. Nah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, ah, oh, I'm cool. I don't want to work out. <laughs> so um, I get discouraged, you know what I mean? But but um, she was always there, and and uh, she always let me know that she loved me. It was, but it was more like of a thing with me. I had to really learn how to fully love myself again. To, mm-hmm. to appreciate the love that, that she provides me. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on, brother. That's mm-hmm. amazing. How much weight did you lose um, uh, at it, the end of yours? Uh, 56 pounds at the end wow. of it. Wow. What are you at now? Um, I, last time I checked, I was about 80 pounds now. That's insane. <sighs> I'm so happy for you. Oh, thank you. I mean, 12 weeks is not a lot of time, and mm-hmm. Tara lost 40 pounds in that time. So, I mean, that's extreme. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. extreme. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Did she? No, I'm lying. She lost 28 pounds. Alexandria lost 40. Yeah, it's. I mean, she, that's almost 30 pounds. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of weight to lose in that amount of time. Um, what did you guys think of her reveal? Of Tara's reveal in her little blue I was dress. Like, oh, the single ladies. Oh, the single ladies. She looks so adorable. She did. Chad probably called her as soon as he saw yes. it. <laughs> yes. Like, you yes. know what, baby? I'm so sorry. Maybe I was wrong. <laughs> Um, I, so, I, I thought that that was like real dedication because she moved hours away. Yeah, like she set up shop somewhere. I'm like, girl, what job you got? Did you just go in there first? Let's ask that question, right? Right. Check sure. out you paying them bills. Not the third, no, I'm I, I, But she moved. Uh, that is the ultimate sign of like mm-hmm. dedication. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to make a change. Going the ultimate mile. That was. Um, that was really much so to anybody who say I can't yeah. because right mm-hmm. for sure there is no because there mm-hmm. is no because did they both move because I know Alexandria um, Alexandria too. moved I think within she, Cal- Ohio like, she moved she went back oh, to Ohio so uh-huh. I, Ohio to LA and then and she then, just moved from north to correct yeah. oh got it got it yeah got it. okay so before we move on you guys I just want to give a shout out to our viewers and fans and let you guys know how much we appreciate y'all we want to thank y'all for making us the ESPN of Talk TV that's kind of a big deal it is I think it's deal. kind of a big deal mm-hmm. and for us to continue to grow we just need you to do one thing alright all we need you to do is if you're on YouTube right now, hit the like button, subscribe. If you are on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating, you guys. All thumbs up, all across the board. Um, no matter what platform you're watching us on or listening to us on, we really, 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 really want your feedback. So feel free to comment. Get involved in the conversation, okay? And more importantly, tell your friends about it so that we can all talk together. Um, you know, this means a lot to us being a part of AfterBuzz, and you're a part of AfterBuzz, too, so don't leave us hanging, keeping all those juicy thoughts to yourself. <laughs> we want to hear what you got to say. Alright? So, okay. I know you guys are dying to talk about Alexandria, so we're going to yes. go ahead and talk about her. I thought she was so cute. Me too. And I couldn't believe she was 22. I mean, I thought she looked younger than that, to be Ooh, honest. But These two, their life what brought them to here? I, cry, I cried the I know. first sixty seconds. I was so crying. Like, I'm like, it's uh, the intro, dear, and why are you crying? <laughs> I'm like, oh my god! It happened. I ain't even heard nothing yet. It was like, my name is Oh God. Yeah, it was. I mean, just to hear about the abortion. Uh, at fourteen, to have to it's already that. it's already traumatic 
to get pregnant. First yeah. of all, let me take a step back. It's already uh, uh, emotional turmoil to even be having sex at that age, right? right. To then take an even step further that you get pregnant. That's yeah. even more emotional turmoil. To then now you have to have an abortion, but not your choice. Somebody makes you have an abortion. Yes. Like It was just like, whoa. Woo. Yeah. I mean, I can't lie. If I That's were a parent... Yeah, well, eighth or ninth grade. Yeah, 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 yeah. If I were a parent with a fourteen-year-old daughter and that happened, I I don't know what I would do. I mean, yeah. I can see it from both sides. Like, yeah. I can understand why she would encourage her to have the abortion, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I can understand how that would be also extremely traumatic for someone that age. So it's like, and it sounds like it was no help after, as far as therapy. Mm-hmm. I, it could have been, but it just I didn't, it didn't sound like there were, there was anything. And a lot of times, in you don't think it, it's available. Yeah. You don't, you know, right. it's well, you don't hard know to, to get. You don't know how to yeah. access and it. And then mm-hmm. also, I find in communities of color, sometimes therapy is perceived That's as like a taboo. Mind. Can you relate mm-hmm. to that, Javier? Like, oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, I went maybe 30 years without therapy when I really, I should have went. Yeah. And even when I, uh, when I was trying to, since I was a kid, maybe about fifth, fourth, fifth grade, mm-hmm. they tried to get uh, counselors and therapists to see me. And um, I blew it off all the time. Of like, course. Ah. Well, a lot of it too is, a, is a, especially where I come from, is, it's viewed as snitching. Yeah. So I can't go right. and talk wow. my parents' business and right. I can't go talk about you. I mean, so a lot of the times I kind of swept it under the rug. Oh, everything's mm. great. Everything's fantastic. You know, but inside I really did want to talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. There was a lot that I needed to let out. And uh, I didn't see, seek uh, therapy until I was about maybe 30 years old. I can relate well, to that. Yeah, because you know, it's like you, you, yeah, well, I'm quite sure we've all been told what happens in this house stays in this house. <laughs> yeah. Like, like is this Vegas? <laughs> Ray was like, I just said that yesterday. <laughs> now, I, I do want to clarify, I do, I don't, I'm, I'm, I don't blame her mom for mm-hmm. making her do it. I just, I guess I just saw the fact that, that she went through it. Yes, of course. It was kind of yeah. like, oh my God. Yeah. I feel, I just wanted to wrap my arms around her and just be like, uh, girls, okay, it is it's okay. It's definitely a, a tough decision because uh, uh, as a parent, you'd want the best for your, your children. And she came to the point where she maybe thought that having a child at 14 wasn't the best thing for her. Right. So I, I, I can relate def- to yeah, that, too. Yeah, because you know your yeah. kid the best. She right. knows her kid. The, you know, a parent knows their child mm-hmm. better than anybody else. So mm-hmm. she knew what, what, what her child needed. For sure. And we They didn't even discuss the the kind of ongoing... Um, what that causes ongoing, like, this would have been my child's birthday. This would have been... Because mm. that, for most people that oh, I've heard wow. from, really? that doesn't just go away. Go away. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you guys think about Alexandria's attitude in terms of how she was receptive to the training and the changes? She was very, <clears throat> she was very receptive to it. It was very funny when uh, uh, she was like um, halfway <laughs> through. She said, "I didn't have any self worth," and Ashley was like. I know. She was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought Ashley was perfect for she her. She was amazing. And then yeah. she was like, I think I'm just trying, I'm over him. She's like, so you know what you gotta do. I know. She's like, we're gonna end the session early. She, right. Call him That's now. not somebody's mama who don't, you know how people, mamas don't be wanting to get in your business. they be like, so you know, you what, know what you, you gotta, gotta do. do. I know. Like, they, per- <laughs> they make you think it was your own idea. Yes. Maybe it was. We don't know. Yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, she ain't playing no games. Yeah. No, I thought it was great. I thought it was great. She ended up losing uh, around 40 pounds, mm-hmm. yeah. which is a lot for it's that amount of time. Her waistline was as tall yeah. as her. Yeah. As she was. When you break that down, I was like, whoa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't even think about it like that. No, at right. all. At all. It's like, wow, no. that's crazy. No. That show you that, that <clears throat> I will say that that, um, that workout proved 
her is proven because she used mm-hmm. it to have somebody gain weight with Eddie who was mm-hmm. on the show yeah. mm-hmm. and she had it to have somebody lose weight with Alexandria so her mm-hmm. workout is a very all around yeah. encompassing workout you I know? love Absolutely. her I think she's really just so intuitive and in touch with people and she's able to kind of like unlock emotional barriers that mm-hmm. people may not have even realized they had and I think that's that's really healthy and monumental in training I mean I I know for me there have been stages of my life where I haven't necessarily felt my best and fitness has been my therapy but only with with trainers and fitness instructors who I feel like can unlock that emotional mm-hmm. barrier for me because otherwise yeah. I'm not going to come back yeah. right. so is it, how do you feel about that Javier? You know it, it, uh, crazy because I, I talked to her a few times and uh I was a fan before I was on the show the reason I got on the show is because I'm a fan of Ashley? no of the show of Ashley Ashley too yeah but Ashley and Latrell were always my favorite Mm -hmm. so I was like oh yeah they're real so when I got to see them first I was like oh bigger than life you know what I mean so uh, but yeah I've always loved her the way she does it you know what I mean she's like you said, she has a range of how how she mm-hmm. deals with people. Mm-hmm. It's not just one size fits all. Like right. She, like you could see, like you said, with Eddie, she had to handle it one way. Mm-hmm. With her, she had to handle it another way. With past uh, participants, she did it. You know, everybody mm-hmm. she she sees what they need. Absolutely, she meets them where they are. Yeah. Question: Because you guys have been on the show, and I know you have to probably do some type of questionnaire. Do they ask if you've watched the show, and do they ask if you have a preference of? Do you remember that? That question was so they, yeah. long. Yeah, I don't remember <laughs> if, they, if they asked that. They did ask me uh, uh, if when I when I went to the uh, initial uh, interview, mm-hmm. they asked me if I if I watched the show, and I said, mm-hmm. "Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of the oh, show." Oh, did they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, yeah, that question was so long. After a while, I probably would just say, "Daddy issues, daddy <laughs> issues, daddy." <laughs> just put C on every question. Yeah. <laughs> they, try to, they try to catch me slippery too because they're like, "Oh yeah, well, who's your favorite then? Who's your favorite participant?" Oh. But I already had. I was like, "Oh, Rocco." Tricky. You know I mean? Got you. See, Rocco. I never seen it before. I never seen it before I got on the show. Hence why I was truly shocked. Hence why you thought it was mimosas <laughs> and partying. You guys, the part that tripped me out the most about Alexandria's journey was the fact that her man not only cheated on her, told her about it, but then told her the chick looked like Kylie Jenner. Like, why? You can, are you trying to kill this woman? Like, why would you say that to her? I think maybe uh, um, he seemed very he seemed very immature, and I think he tried to maybe she asked. Well, they're twenty two. You know, yeah. We got to keep context there. They okay. are twenty two. Yeah, you know when, when like a lot of times people ask, well, how was it? What was this? How did she look? Was she at least? And then he probably like oh, let it. He probably yeah. let it that's, out. So it wasn't and, like, hey, I cheated on you, and yeah. she looked like Kylie. That's, that's what I think. <laughs> I the, way she delivered, the way she came out, <laughs> I kind of like, dang, he just said, like, I, I cheated on you, baby, and she looked like Kylie Jenner. And Chloe, wing, wing, wing. Chloe, you know you could have laughed at that or something. You know, <laughs> no, the reaction. That's so awkward. Like, yeah, that's a little sister. She's probably like, I don't want to hear that. I yeah, that's something. what I was thinking. I was just like, that's her little sister. She's probably like, what? Like, I needed something. I don't know what. I, I needed a cut to the staff in the back or something. And then back there, I just needed something. It was so like, we gonna, awkward. I'm like, we didn't hear that guy. <laughs> I think we were all like, oh. Yes, that she said. And the fact that she repeated it. It was like, oh, okay. Because she right. thought the same thing we thought. Uh-huh. Like, you heard what I said, Chloe. <laughs> yeah. Where your sister at? Where so, was she on such and such a date I at know. such and such time? I, let me verify. <laughs> let me verify. <laughs> <laughs> what was the reason? <laughs> the fact that when she got on the phone with him, though, and she brought it up to him, and he was just like, oh, okay. Yeah, fight you know, for me, the, fool. Fight that's for what me. I was thinking, like, you're not going to, like, fight for her. But she did also, we have to remember, she said she convinced him to take her back. Mm, so True. he probably was True. just hanging around out of 
whatever emotions, mm-hmm. maybe guilt, mm-hmm. we don't know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. So that well, was I'm weird. glad that she was able to do that, though, because uh, I, like, I'm not one to judge anyone. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, if they could have worked it out, cool. But I don't think that she was at that space where, where she was going to be able to work it out. You know, but mm-hmm. she was, like she said, she was always reminded of that. Mm-hmm. So that's not, you know, it wasn't healthy for her to, to pursue that relationship. So I'm, I'm glad that he didn't fight it. For Absolutely. Her own sake. That's mm-hmm. a good point. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm just being selfish and egotistical. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I wish she would have fought for me. Craig, why didn't like, you fight? Who's Craig? They're like, it's not you. Oh, sorry. I'm projecting. <laughs> Anyways, so we're going to move on to a very appropriate topic of self-love, which I think this is a good time for. Yes. yes. I digress. So, Javier, I want to start with you on this because, of course, you are the most recent person that was on the show. How do you feel that your quest for self-love was improved throughout this journey? You know, um, what's, they, they don't air a lot of what you see or, or they don't air a lot of what, what happens, you know, uh, mm-hmm. what they film. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I said in my final interview is I said, um, looking back, I could see that my dad was always proud of me. Mm-hmm. It was my own projection. I mean, mm-hmm. like, I kind of, you know, I, I couldn't I couldn't look in the mirror. I couldn't, I, I didn't see the same guy that I saw. I mean, growing up, I always had, oh, I had a huge ego. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, I'm the shit. Yeah, hell yeah, I can do anything yes, I want. Yes, And uh, <laughs> afterwards, like, I lost that, you know yeah. what I mean? And when uh, my dad was battling his own issues, you know what I mean? As you guys know, he passed <clears> away, you know, he was supposed to deliver, so he was drinking a lot. Yeah. So... Which I don't think everybody knows that. So just take a moment to, to acknowledge that part, that your dad has passed away. Yeah, he, he passed show. away three months after after the show, unfortunately. Gosh, I'm so sorry. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, and um, I think that um, him drinking and uh, um, him distancing himself, you know, because, you know, he was, I think he was kind of ashamed that he was drinking again. Mm-hmm. He didn't want me to see that. But I kind of took it as like, oh, I'm not enough to come around anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So there was that, that was, you know, we were both battling different your things. Your own yeah. things, mm-hmm. yeah. And... and by the time the show aired, I mean, he, he said what he had to say to me, and um, you know, I kind of understood at the end that like, this was me. This this mm-hmm. this wasn't he. He was never the one that wasn't proud. Mm-hmm. I was the one that wasn't proud of myself. Mm-hmm. I'm so, so glad you got a chance to uh, thank you. have that conversation with him. Yeah, you know, I'm so happy for you, you for that. Yeah, because I'm super close to my dad, so I can only imagine like you know that's heavy. And that piggybacks off last week. Mike was here, and one of the things that he had said was, uh, as adults, we have to forgive our parents. Absolutely. And, and you know, and change our respect. So that was definitely... It's funny, as you parents get older... Are people, too. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. You just parents see them as your too. equals mm-hmm. as you get older, and it's mm-hmm. nice to be able to connect with them that way. Mm-hmm. So, um, D-Ran, you have something special <coughs> for us, don't you? Oh, don't my you? God. Don't you so wish special. you... Okay. So, and, this used to be called the top three, but we're calling it... D Rand's life tip. Can we get a sound? D-Rand. Can we get a sound? D Rand's producer. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Better late than never. Okay. So the top three for D Rand's life tips. <laughs> <laughs> is um, it, on, you can find on dranderson.com it's five all together but the top three four essential tips for developing a better you alright tip number one uh, uh, this is how you develop a better you is remember today not someday 
Start tr- the transformative experience today. A lot of people wait for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, you ever heard that wine? The uh, the wine is tomorrow. There will always be tomorrow. You always want to start. That's today. not true. It won't always be tomorrow. Exactly. Thank you for clearing that up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We didn't know. We didn't. But yes, so you have to start today. You, wherever you are, no matter if it's eleven o'clock at night. We as we saw on the show tonight, she was working out at eleven o'clock at night. Right? If it's one in the morning, you like, you know what? I need to actually start working out. You get up at one a.m. And you go to 24-hour fitness or whatever is, is there, right? And you go do it. You start immediately so you can captivate on the momentum. So today, not someday. Uh, that's number one. Or well, that's number three. Number two is expect to accomplish something. This is the thing that I found that's very that it was become a theme throughout the show with us as the cast members as well as other people is that when they start on a personal development journey, regardless if that's physical, mental, or emotional, they start, but they don't expect to finish, mm-hmm. or they don't expect to reach the goal realistically. In their mind, mm-hmm. they're like, "Ooh, I, I would like to be that," but when they close their eyes, they can't see themselves as being thinner, mm-hmm. or they can't see themselves as having a family, or they can't see themselves being married, or whatever that is. As you have to start it, and you have to expect that you're going to finish and accomplish what you're going to accomplish. So that's right. number two, and then number one is learn from the mistakes of others. That is the number one thing that's going to help you with personal development to where you don't have to keep hitting your head against the wall. Mm-hmm. If somebody's telling you something, <clears throat> sorry, one of the biggest things that I that I had to tell somebody the other day is don't give so much pushback. I did, and, but what about, and except, don't nobody care about all your excuses. Uh, mm-hmm. Don't know, I can't stand talking to people that got a bunch of pushback to... That's why uh, the dude bothered me. Sean, was that his name? That's uh, why he bothered me. Okay, uh, yeah. All, uh, all I, I understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that was that would be the thing that I would tell people is just listen, take it in, take in whatever, whatever nugget that you need to take in for advice. Mm-hmm. You don't have to take the whole thing in, but just listen and learn from other people's mistakes. So many people have a hard time um, just listening mm-hmm. and just learning from somebody else that they would think that they just know the right way or your way was different because you right, had right. they'd have been there done that and got a t-shirt and they don't want you to get it right <laughs> so those That's are the great. top three tips uh, life tips I, for becoming you. a better you yes, sir. Okay. yes my great. mom used to say to me Raven why you gotta go around the block to get across the street oh my gosh Ooh. That was when I was younger, y'all. But it makes me think of number one. Mm -hmm. Learn from other people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. My dad had a couple catchy phrases, too. (laughs) I'll let you have your moment in the sunshine. My auntie (laughs) said, go around the block to across the street. Yeah, go the long way. so true. When somebody can literally just say, just cross the street right right here. And they don't do it. You end up in the same place after you did all of that. 30 years later. Mm -hmm. Especially if you're... um, looking for help you know what I mean so it's like with us we all wanted to go on the show so one thing I always kept in mind is there's a, re- there's a reason Leon looks like Leon there's a reason I look like me you know what I mean so yes. it's like he knows what he's doing so it's best if I just shut my mouth and listen mm-hmm. but everybody want, they look at their lack they come from so like there's a reason why they have it's a reason why they have what you don't there is mm-hmm. a reason yeah. why there's a paradigm mm-hmm. shift there somewhere but some people always try to find the differences of why you do that because right. and what and what you really do is moving out of the space of being a victim I can't accomplish that because yeah. mm-hmm. or my situation is different because mm-hmm. right and it's like no no it's not mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. Yeah. Raven Yes. You have some news for us, don't you? After Buzz TV News. Oh my gosh, Raven. Well, hello there. Hello. Javi. Yes. Thank you for coming. Oh, thank you guys for having me. Yes, you're going to be our news and gossip today. Oh, so 
word on the street is you are writing a book. <gasps> yeah, I just uh, finished writing a book um, last week. And, uh, Whoa. Uh, yeah, I've been working on it for the last three years. And uh, it's my life story. I mean, the, from almost the beginning to, to where I am now. So it's just a, a journey that I've been through. And there's a lot of, you know, crazy things that have happened. Uh, a lot mm-hmm. of interesting stories in there. So it's, uh, it's about 20 chapters right now. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm trying to get it to a publisher. We'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. And if... Uh, they enjoy it, might expand, you know, you never know. They might want to know something else, you know what I mean? So, uh-huh. so I'm, I'm willing to, you know, work on that. So, but yeah, I've been working on it for the last three years and finally finished. And are you only wanting to have it published or will you self-publish? Uh, I, I'll, I'll go any, any route that, that uh, um, you know, would be best for me at the time. So, Got it. Uh, so uh, if I can find a publisher and, you know, they, they like what I, what I have to bring and they don't, I'm not going to, I'm not going to have to compromise the, the integrity mm-hmm. of the book, mm-hmm. then uh, I'll, I'll go that route. Mm-hmm. If, I'm not able to find anyone or any agents or anything that are will take a chance in it. Mm-hmm. I'll do it myself. You know, Good I mean? for I, you. Yeah. Come on, come on. And it's on. gone through like the editing process already. Yeah, my uh, my brother, he's a um, literature major. So. Oh wow! What? That was your brother. I know. I'm like, can we get his name, number, <laughs> yeah. Instagram, email? Yeah, right. So Twitter number, <laughs> Black Planet yeah, account. So he he, uh, he helped me with it a lot. <laughs> nice. So uh, it, it's it, and it's really good because. Uh, he knows exactly what I've been through. So he can mm-hmm. fact and, check it. And uh, not only that, he's but like, like he's like, in paragraph three. No, he's like, no, he'll just be like, I know there's more emotion behind this. Uh, like, he can let me know. You. That's I mean? awesome. So, mm-hmm. so, and there was, because there, there was a chapter that was very, very sensitive and um, about my daughters. And mm-hmm. he told me like, it seems like they're two different people that don't know each other. You know what I mean? Like, gotcha. like let's go ahead and, uh, I know you can do better, write about, the, the you know the connection between mm-hmm. them, and it was very emotional. I went back, I, I I rewrote it, and he told me after like it's probably one of the best chapters that you've written. That's beautiful. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so. There is a title or no title or no title. title. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I originally when I wanted to plan it, when I planned it years ago, my mm-hmm. when your wife and I came up with the cutting class to get an education. But we'll see. We'll mm. see. Like, uh, that's cute. It that's cute. cute. Yeah, because you know, because like, like you said, I, I took the long route. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I so, went around a couple blocks. Yeah. Well, we so, all ended up here. But we'll see. I mean, I, I'm willing to. Like, that's stuff. I'm not married to any title right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm willing to to work on that. And, and is yeah. it going to all be right. a movie eventually? <laughs> Can I have the right? Yes. <laughs> Let me get the book. Let me read a sample manuscript oh, yeah, situation. Oh, that is amazing. You. So, uh, publishers, <laughs> agents, writing agents, literature agents, where you at? We will be tagging you, okay? <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> what is the, one of the biggest takeaways that you think from the book so far? At the stage that is at, what do you think what are you hoping I think it's uh, perseverance mm-hmm. and... Um, you know, because there's, I've had many transformations in my life, um, with the health one being the the final, not the final, but like the latest transformation. Mm-hmm. But throughout my life, I've had to wear many hats, and and um, I've always had to rise to the occasion. Okay. You know, I mean, there there have been times where it took longer than others, but there was times where you know I was because I started. It's crazy. I started off in the book as a scared child. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. that that's how it starts <clears throat> off. You know what I mean? Like I don't know what's going on, and I eventually become you know this crazy teenager that thinks he knows everything and mm-hmm. behind behind the cell, you know what I mean? In lockup where, where I lost my grandmother, you know what I mean? Oh, two weeks before I was supposed to get out. Oh. And that was wow. my fault. You know, like, I got involved in riots, I got involved in fights, uh, you know, just attacks, uh, group attacks, and... So you could have been out sooner. I could have been a, a lot mm-hmm. sooner. Yeah, I was only supposed to do a year. Mm-hmm. How much did you end up doing? Four. Holy Four God. years. Oh, and do you go into the, yeah, so, so do you go into detail uh, in the book about about that experience and everything else? I I, uh, I didn't want to keep it too too jail based, but there's about two chapters uh, uh, about jail and um, 
yeah, I, I go into a lot of like the mental health, uh, uh, you know, because you're in yeah. like, especially where I was in there as a juvenile. Mm-hmm. So from 16 to 20. Oh my gosh, and, those uh, are really mm-hmm. profound yeah, years of your you, life. You see things that you shouldn't be seeing. Like, like I, I had to, looking back, I said, I think to myself, these are children. We were children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they had, you know, kids cutting themselves, <gasps> kids getting raped. Wow. Uh, kid, uh, one thing I write about is a, a guy that uh, he blocked his window when we were in lockup. He blocked his window so they wouldn't see with feces. Mm-hmm. He smeared it all across the window, put a paper on there, like, come get me. And, like, cause you, you lose your mind, 23 yeah. and 1. You know what I mean? Like, like you, you go crazy in there. Of course. And um, as a child, you know, I, I think to my, like, that's one of the times where I really thought to myself, I don't think he belongs here with us. You know what I mean? Like, like he needs help. additional help. They, mm-hmm. they, like, like <clears throat> some of us, yeah, we need help too, but we're, we're a little bit more hardened. We're, you know, we were, we're, like a little bit more functional. Mm-hmm. This guy really needs help. Mm-hmm. Even people are like, oh, he's just faking it. I'm like you don't fake smearing feces on yourself and on the window. Like this guy, he really needs help. <laughs> yeah. So you that thought that that was more like a mental fit. That was like a more mental. mental health. Health. Yeah, because even if you're faking like that, like I just want to get out of here. Yeah. Like that's that's desperation. You're you're resorting to some very mm-hmm. desperate tactics <laughs> yeah. to, to get out of there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Do you do any work within the system? Volunteer um, work or anything like that? I I want to, but um, I'm not sure if my my record will will um, uh, prevent prevent that. See. But eventually, which is such are a you catch twenty two. Exactly. I mean, exactly. I think you'd be the perfect, be the perfect person. person. Right. Yeah, but yeah. eventually, I do want to uh, I do want to do some kind of outreach to help youth. Well, once know. I help get you famous from this book, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they'll be calling. I hope okay? so. Yeah. Leave it to me. <laughs> and I'll give you something. I told you before. I'll I'll help you out as much that. as I can. That's so great. That is great. Thank you so much for being so vulnerable. Absolutely. open with your story well, it will help so many people oh thank you that's one thing I learned in therapy like like I have to like if I want to grow I have to be honest with myself I have to mm-hmm. be honest with people around me and uh, even like I work in a bank setting so um, a lot of the times at my previous job I never let anyone know that I was in jail or, mm-hmm. or anything like that now mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty open about it I say hey mm-hmm. this is who I am you know what I mean like mm-hmm. right you own it yeah mm-hmm. like I've grown from that obviously you can see that's not me anymore mm-hmm. you know what I mean but that that's this is the journey that I've taken you know what I mean and this is part of the package. Uh, one question, another question. So, how long have you been at your current job? Did they see this physical transformation? They did. Yeah, oh. they did. Oh. What did, what they, did they, say? they say? Um, it's crazy. I broke my hand, so I went on leave. And uh, when I went back, I think they thought as a yeah. result oh. of yeah. oh. oh. it, just show that you yeah. wanted to get just do the no, show. No, I think they thought that I was gone because because uh, of your hand. Yeah, because they, like, they don't really <laughs> follow me on social media or anything like that. Uh-huh. Uh. So, so I think they thought that I was gone to do the show. And I came back to like, you look amazing. Oh, and wow. I was like, oh, yeah, like that happened in December. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, oh that's great. Yeah, a lot of them, they, they weren't aware of uh, what I've been through. Because mm-hmm. I, I work, I, I just get there. I try to do what I have to do right, to right. take care of the little clients. Mm-hmm. And um, they were just like, wow, we, we had no idea. I'm uh, so happy for you. Thank you. The takeaway, guys, and Javier, you handle yourself well and just with poise and kindness, mm-hmm. is be kind to people oh, because yeah. just in passing at the back, you don't know what someone else's life, what's happening to Absolutely. them in that moment. So, Javier, how can people find you on social media? Um, Instagram in, uh, at Incredible Javier. Incredible, Incredible Javier. Javier. You guys, yes. this has been an amazing journey. Um, I really enjoyed this conversation, and yes. I hope that you guys did too. Um, we're going to go ahead and end this episode. I know you're sad because we are. You can find me on Instagram and all social media platforms at Tiffany underscore Tony underscore TV. D-Ren, how can they find you, love? You can find me on all social media platforms. 
platforms under Dran Anderson. That's D-E-E-R-A-N Anderson or DranAnderson.com where I have more blogs like uh, Dran's Life Tips. Oh, the Life Tips. You can find me here at AfterBuzz at 3 o'clock <gasps> doing the after show for Black Love and it's so good. You can also find me on all social media, Raven, R-A-I-V-E-N, French, and that's it. <laughs> Thank you so much, Javier. Tell them one more time where they can find you. One more it's, time. Uh, one more time. Instagram at Incredible Javier. And uh, it was a pleasure to be here. Thank you guys for having me of on. Of course. So yes. yeah. All right, After Buzzers. We'll see you next time. Until then, buzz you later. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 